Welcome to Sefer Yechaskel. Welcome back. It's Parak Chof Gimel 23. And here we have interesting descriptions again from Yechaskel. Here are two daughters. Who are they? They're Ola and Oli uh, and Ahaliva. Oala and Ahaliva. Uh, we mentioned these actually in our Kinnis on Tishavav. Um, they are Yehudushalayim and Shamron. If you remember, these are the two capital cities, the kingdom of Yehuda, kingdom of Israel. Um, and they have close ties with Ashur and Mitzrayim, uh, which prove costly. Uh, Ohala uh, is delivered into the hands of Ashur, and Oaliva fails to heed the warning. Um, in other words, he should have learned from Oala, the kingdom of Israel, not to make pacts with surrounding nations. And they both went the same way. Uh, they're both destroyed. Yechezko rebukes Chizkiah, forging a friendship with Babel when they visited him after his sickness. If you remember, um, after he recovered from what looked like a fatal illness, the king of Babel came and Yechezko, sh- uh, and excuse me, Chizkiah showed this king around his treasury. And that was considered gaipa, that was considered inappropriate. Um, and and uh, there was a punishment. That was the forecast of exile, which we have over here. Uh, Yechezkel then talks about how Hashem disconnected himself from Yehuda because of Mitzrayim. Interesting, because you can't be an ally of Mitzrayim and also an ally of Hashem. And Mitzrayim represents deep impurity, lack of morality. Rudessa um, says it's remarkable that we were formed there. It's not a fluke. Sometimes if you put someone with that, with certain values in a place that's antithetical to their values, one of two things are going to happen. Either you'll become part of the surroundings as you'll drop your values, but in other cases or other people, it will actually galvanize them. They'll become stronger in their identity and values due to the contrast between what you want to do and what the values are of the people around you. Hence, most Rabbeinu are most powerful or are, are, are spiritually strongest leader, the greatest Navi ever, uh, he was uh, raised in Paro's house of all places. Um, anyway, he says, what's going to happen here? Um, Hashem will arouse Yehuda's lovers, which refers to the nations that portrayed Hashem, um, and, and different ranks of various soldiers, weapons, chariots, whatever. All these people are going to unite against Yehuda. This means we can't rely anymore on foreign support. Um, the children will be captured. Property will be plundered. And here we talk about different mashalim, like drinking from her sister's cup, um, the deep and wide suffering, which is going to come as a result of Abayda Zora. Um, we had just sad descriptions in this barrack, offering children up to foreign gods, but at the same time, offering things in the Beis Amikdash and breaking Shabbos. Kind of, what does that mean? How do they see their service in the Beis Amikdash if at the same time they're doing all of this? Uh, as we say, the Shechina has left, had left the Beis Hamikdash. Uh, the Chazal say that Kimchat Chinis Tachant. In other words, the Beis Hamikdash had already been spiritually plundered. If we were not treating the Beis Hamikdash properly, the Shechina had already left, and Hashem just destroyed the building by that point. And Yechazkel says that uh, they would provide idols with stuff from the Beis Hamikdash, whether it's Keteres, whether it's Shem and oil. Um, and uh, you know, Hashem says that look. You know, this idolatry is not going to last, going to eradicate it. That is the tough end of safe of uh, Perek Chav Gimel of Sefer Yechezkel.